joy seekers, joy givers, anyone looking for an infusion of joy, you've come to the right place. My name is Deb McGregor, and we've got another great show lined up for you today. Advent may seem like it was really in the rearview mirror, but it really wasn't that long ago. And today we are going to be joined by a special guest who talks to us about how she has kept the spirit of Advent alive and just incorporating all of these things that she learned in preparation for Christmas and been able to bring them and bring them into her everyday life now. Friends, it is my pleasure to welcome to our show, Christy Noel. Christy, welcome to the show. Good morning, Deb. It is so great to be here today. And I just, I'm just honored to be here with you today at the station and so excited to visit. Well, I'm excited too, and I just can't wait for everyone to meet you through this program, learn about your walk with the Lord, learn about all the learnings that you've had. My gosh, there's so much wisdom to share today. So Christy, we should probably give people a little idea of who you are, how we came to even know each other, and then how we actually even got on this topic, because it was kind of by accident, really. Divine intervention, it was you divine might say. Intervention. <laughs> Woohoo! Well, my name is Christy Noel. I am a business owner in the great city of Faustin, Minnesota, a wonderful town that I live in and we're raising our family in. And I was blessed with accidentally um, or purposefully stumbling upon your advertisement in the paper for the Rise of the Resilient uh, class for business owners. And what month did that start in? I was just thinking, I think it was November. It seems, yeah, yeah. November. Yeah, October, November. October, November. It was around that in the fall. And so I attended your class and um, the rest is history really on what that class did for me as a business owner, as a as a professional woman. And the timing was just fantastic going into the Advent season. So that is how we met. And it's been such a blessing. Oh, my gosh. I know I was so excited to see you in person again. This is awesome. This is awesome. So one of the things that you and I talked about, uh, and I'm just really holding space for what this conversation is going to look like, is that you had this major aha moment during Advent. I did. I did. And I think it was your class. I think, honestly, um, Deb, what you do is priceless for people. Um, I think your skills and your talents and just that class uh, that you provided, that Rise of the Resilient was really pivotal for me in many ways. It came at a time where professionally there were some things that were changing and um, with the company I worked for and personally uh, there was a little bit of heartbreak with someone near and dear to me and there were these things going on. And then I find myself sitting at the rise of the resilient, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there was just something that changed in my thinking. And, you know, when we go through hard times or we feel beat down or we're struggling, we often, our human tendency is to fight it, right? And I was fighting it. And I was trying to conquer it. And I was trying to fix it. And I just was not just be. And it was through your one-on-ones together where it was the, the do-be or the be-do. Are we doing? Are we being? <laughs> are we a do-be or a be-do? <laughs> are, are we a do-be? Are we a we-do? Well, you know, um, it really resonated with me. And um, just that class and just some of your teaching, too, um, you know, with the, the struggle I was having uh, with some things, it was your teaching on, you know, like, name that emotion. What is that emotion with what you're going through. And it was just like I was able to focus on this is the wor- this is what I'm feeling. This is the one emotion and it was like I named it mm-hmm. and I stepped away from it healthier and then 
I just really, really had a change of thought, right? You helped position me in a spot where I was like, you know what? I'm going to quit fighting this. I'm going to rest in the Lord. I'm going to give it over to him. And at the same time, we were in this beautiful season of Advent. And it all just was this perfect connecting of of education and the season and and God just, I've got you holding me. And just this peace came over me. And it was like this pivotal moment of, yeah, rest in him. Give this to God. You know, this professional thorn and this this personal thorn and give it give it to him and just be this advent. Yeah. And it was incredible. And I just I can't thank you enough for that class. I can't thank you enough for coming to Foston. Uh, it was it was very, very awesome. It was well, awesome. Thank you. And and I do appreciate it. And what we really want to pull from this is how that experience and the learnings around that, it was so pivotal and so prominent that you were like, Deb, I've got to keep doing this the whole year. Like, I don't want this to just be this season. How can I bring it into future seasons? How can I bring it? You know, it's fascinating, Christy, because I was actually thinking about this in preparation for your show, is we talk about the fact that, you know, the Lord, Jesus is born. But then a few months later, we're, Jesus is dying for us and for our salvation. So for me, it's like, how can we not connect those things? Like there is a connection. So why wouldn't we want to continue pulling some of this forward, right? Like it all integrates. It all integrates in the word. It all integrates in our prayer life. Like it's all connected, right? Right. And how in the season of Advent, we celebrate him, right? And this season of Advent, along with celebrating the birth of our Savior, it was also resting in his promises and that he keeps us. And I just, that whole month of December when I went into that Advent mode, and yeah, I want to keep that. I'm going to keep that all year. I'm going to keep that, you know, I I saw a saying the other day, and it uh, isn't a direct quote, but I saw a saying that said, um, what what excites you is not random. It is part of your purpose. Follow it. And so in part of that being for me, it was, okay, this is Advent. We're going to celebrate the Lord. And what excites you? What do you love about your job and your personal life? And let's do that this month. Let's just be and do that this month. And that was something that was just this beautiful, like, flower opening for the season. And I'm going to just take that every month into this new year. And I just, love this. just rest in him. And by the way, you're so good at metaphors. The flower opening, I mean, like, it's just there, right? So one of your key points was that... When we are in this place, we can let go of control and just be. Let's focus in on that for a minute. Letting go of control. I call this, you know, the big C, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I am terrible at this. So all the listeners out there, if I was able to let go of control for the season of Advent, um, I promise you there's hope for all of you listening because I, yeah, I, I yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a little bit of a character flaw that I have, Um you know, that's just, we all have them, right? We all have something that is good to a certain extent, and then it can be taken too far. So I always feel like, you know, all those uh, tests that we take, like those personalities or this or whatever, yeah. I almost feel like control needs its own separate area, yes. and it all relates needs to books. control. <laughs> control. So yeah, just the be, the letting go of control and to just be. Uh, for me, it was just really a focus on, I just have to rest in him, and I'm just going to be. 
And for me, the being was not so much the fighting, the doing, the, you know, uh, the things that we, we do, right? It was the be. And for me, my peace in being is to, to reach people and to uplift people and to, to let them know that they're seen. And so we just incorporated things. Again, what excites you is your purpose, mm-hmm. right? And what excites me is trying to give life and light to people, I, especially women. I think we all need it. And I think life can be hard and we're our own worst enemy. And so if I could just lift up a woman to know that, you know, I really like your jacket today. Or you're a child of God and you're just fine. Um, so we just dove into that um, professionally at my practice. And my team and I just decided we're going to reach out to women that we want to mail an extra Christmas card to. Or we're going to do so many phone calls a day. Or we're going to do the things that excite us. And I know that sounds like doing, but it was more being for me. I think our being can be naturally what we're drawn to or what fills us up. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that being was was reaching out to others who may need it. Because the season of Advent for some people can be very difficult uh, with loss and things that they're going through. And so we just wanted to give extra light in the Advent season. And so that was my B. It was to, you know, what excites us in this practice with my team? And what what can we do to reach others, lift others up? And we did that every day, all month. And it was the best month I think I've had in a very long time professionally. Wow, I love that. And I love what you're talking about is like stepping into the who are you being in the world. It is a state of being, right? It's your core values. It's it's who you are and how you show up. What were some of the top tips you had or could share for letting go of the control? Like I'm curious if you noticed the more you stepped into the being, did the control or the need to control lessen? It lessened drastically. And I think to be really honest, I think the letting of control happen when you just get so beaten down and you wave the white flag, like, <laughs> oh, that's it. Like, I just, I'm done. And praise the Lord, you showed up in Boston at your class. And it was just right at the right time. And and God does that. He shows up for us. Yeah. Always. I mean, always, always. And so I think it was just a timing of um, your class and things coming into play at that very moment and me just really finally surrendering, right? We fight it and we fight it and we fight it and we're like, I'm going to fix this. (laughs) I got this. Oh, no, it's the F word. Fix. Oh, so many (laughs) bad words. (laughs) Um, So, you know, I think it just got to a point where it was, you know, sometimes you just, and I think God takes us on that path. He gets our attention, right? Yeah. And sometimes he has to force us, especially us doers, to really just give it to him. Yeah. He's got this and to give it to him. Yeah. And he blessed me with that this advent and it was just I'm so grateful for your class and for advent and for the light we instilled in others. And what I love about what you're speaking to also is it's the gratitude. Mm-hmm. And it's the surrender. And it's the I don't have to fix this and I don't have to control this and that when you Give yourself permission to just be and turn it to him. Everything else just comes exactly as it's supposed to. It does. And and is it so bad if we love ourselves along the way? Is it so bad to wake up and say, I am grateful. I am a daughter of the king. Right? What more do we need? 
And it's, I know it's easier said than done, but it's real. Ladies, wake up and be grateful and know that he made you the way he made you. Amen. Amen. You are a daughter of the king. Daughter and I love that. We are we are daughters of the king. We are daughters of the king. Woohoo. And of course we have sons too. We know we that there are men that listen. Yes, absolutely. Too, and we love them too. Oh my goodness. We're speaking with Christy Noel. We're talking about bringing all those great things we learned from Advent forward into this year and beyond. We'll be back in a moment. We're going to take a brief pause. This is Deb McGregor. Live joy, share joy. When it comes to planning for your future, you want an advisor who understands your Christian values. Ameriprise Financial Advisors Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson offer financial planning based on biblical principles. They can help you plan for your goals in a way that is consistent with your faith. Call Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson today. Office is located downtown Bemidji at 122 3rd Street Northwest or at 1202 First Street East in Park Rapids. Ameriprise Financial offers financial services without regard to religious affiliation or cultural background. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Arise Financial Group, a division of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is Deb McGregor of Life Full of Joy and Live Joy, Share Joy. I like to be infused with joy all the time. Every Monday through Friday, I do an Infusion of Joy video on Facebook and Instagram. I cover a topic related to joy and provide insights, perspectives, and distinctions, as well as offer an opportunity for you to continue digging even deeper into your own joy. Make sure you're following me on the Life Full of Joy Facebook page and on Instagram at Live Joy, Share Joy. Realtors Noemi and Harry Aylesworth are happy to share they are now affiliated with Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate First Choice. Serving all of your real estate needs in Bemidji, Bagley, Black Duck, Cass Lake, and surrounding communities. They are dedicated to finding you the home you deserve. Whether you're selling or buying property, they will serve you with honesty and integrity. You can expect a better real estate experience. Life takes you many places. Let Team Aylesworth, Noemi and Harry of Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate First Choice take you home. This is Deb McGregor. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to renew humanity? I believe it starts with each one of us and involves topics like our identity in Jesus Christ, the journey of our soul, and living with purpose and intention. I've created a special three-month program titled Humanity Renewed, and it will be starting February 7th. This program involves group coaching, special guest presenters, one-on-one coaching with me, weekly text messages, and of course, joy mail. Don't miss this unique opportunity to be a part of my next group program. More details can be found at debmcgregor.com. This is Deb McGregor, Live Joy, Share Joy. We are speaking with Christy Noel. We're talking all about all those incredible things that she learned during the time of Advent and preparation and how she's actually bringing them forward into the year. Christy, going into the break, we talked quite a bit about letting go of control, not having to fix things and just being. Another thing that you shared with me that you really started to embrace was this concept of stillness, finding stillness, embracing stillness. And I, I want to talk about that a little bit because one thing I find for people is that it's almost hard to be still. Like we're so busy on our phones and our technology. And what does it really mean to be still? It is fascinating how stillness is such a, it's a concept that's that's often very hard for people. And I think it's the society we live in, right? Everything's instant and we can look up whatever we want and, you know, on the computers in our back pocket, right? Yeah. And stillness is It's an art form, and I am the first to admit, I am really not good at it, Deb. I'm not good at being still. You know, I mean, even on the way over here, 
um, I had more coffee on the front of my shirt <laughs> than than I had in my mouth. And I was thinking the whole way, thank you, Lord, that this is radio format. Thank you, because <laughs> this is this is a real deal here. So stillness is not easy for me. Um, it's just not. I mean, it's just not how I'm wired. And But I don't think stillness is necessarily just sitting and not moving. I think stillness is a frame of mind. Stillness is really just being present in the moment that you're in. I think that's what stillness is. Mm. You know, some people can't sit still. They're doers, they're movers, they're shakers, you know, they're runners, they're moms, they're so many things. Um, But I think stillness is just being present in the moment. And so for me, in my practice in Advent, stillness was being grateful for the morning, showing up to work, and just being present it's 8 a.m., I'm having some coffee. Maybe it's 9 a.m., I'm having some coffee. And I'm going to think about what excites me today. And I'm going to um, just be still. Be, just take where the day is and not fight everything around you. So stillness is hard. It's hard to define. It's hard to It's hard to practice, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if you're a doer and you run around Mach 3 with your hair on fire because you love it. Yes. You know? I because mean, it excites you. I mean, that's yeah. part of, right? That's... Yeah. And what I love about what you're pointing to is is how do we define stillness? And one of the things that I often think about is, like, in this place of stillness, I can hear the Lord. In this place of stillness, I can quiet my mind so that I hear Him. I get out the distraction. I get out the noise. I may be even walking, but I can be still in the walking. Yes. Is that, I think, I think that's what you're yes, getting at. I, I just want to make sure. It, and I think that you, I think you clarified that well. Thank you. Um, the stillness is when, when our minds are stiller. Stiller? Is that, is that a, a word? word? I don't know. When our mind, no, I think that's really not a word. Okay, I think, well, that, we just made it up. Okay, it's okay. So, hey, all right. We're going to well, empower well, it until further notice. <laughs> when we are more still, um, I think that's when we are able to hear God better. And when we hear God better and we're walking closer to him, we have more peace. Yeah. We have more peace in our challenges. We have more peace in in who we are, Mm. right? We hear things differently, and then I think we respond differently. So it's that stillness. And I think when we're still and in the moment, we are naturally more grateful. Yeah. You know, we are very, very blessed in this country. Um, We are very, very blessed, and our lives are not as hard as we think some days. Yeah. And so the stillness, I think we hear him differently, that we make room for him, right? Yeah. That's what I hear you saying is that you created intentional room for the Lord. I did. I did. And it wasn't even that I set out to do that. I love the Lord very much. He's in my heart and he's at the center of what I do. I'm so thankful for him and the gifts and my family and but you really got to make room to hear him and I'm not always good at that you know I'm not I'm a doer so sometimes we're doing and we're not being and but this last season of Advent um, I made room for trusting in him when things are quieter and we're not trying to do it ourselves it gives us a different trust in him and I had this great overwhelming sense of trust in the Lord and there was there were so many ways just in December Deb that he showed me, I told you I had you, you know. I had people coming to my practice for my help um, that I had never either met before, that had never been into my practice before, 
My practice flourished in December, and I wasn't fighting, and I wasn't creating, and I wasn't doing. I was still, and I think that's where sometimes God can show us things, right? And he had very clear items in December, personally, professionally, where he's like, see, I'm right here. I'm right here. All you were doing is being and doing what excites you, which is lifting others up, showing up for people, and I'm right here. Yeah. I'm right here. It's interesting as you're talking because I'm thinking about how, have you ever noticed like when you get super stressed out or things are just going and things feel chaotic, what is the human tendency? Go faster. Go faster. Do more. Go harder. Do more. Right. It's like, you got this. You got this. You got this. No. And (laughs) what has the Lord been showing you? Stop. Just stop, Christy. I've got you. Stop. Be grateful. You're enough, right? Yeah. You're enough. It's interesting. Sometimes we need to slow down to speed up. Yeah. And you learned the art of slowing down. And in the art of slowing down, in your own way, you sped up because look at what's been happening for you. It's been incredible. Just the slowing down and the listening and the really, really, not just saying it, but really feeling like I'm going to give this to you, God. I'm going to give it to you. And I'm not going to do it on my own. And so this past Advent season was just very beautiful that way. And I'm just carrying it into the new year. Well, and you can keep carrying it. I mean, this is what's so beautiful and glorious about it. So there's the third point that I want to make sure we touch on. And this is this whole thing about um, what excites you, what inspires you. And living with that, it's sort of the, how did that start shifting the perspective? Like when you would show up every day, how did that shift the way that you were even looking at the task or looking at the work or looking at your way of being? That's a completely different lens, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good question. Deb, you're really good at this. Jeez. Um, I think uh, just the lens changed, like you're saying, Yeah, I just, that's a really great question. Well, because what I'm getting curious about is, okay, so let's just talk about, we normally get up, we go to work, we look at the to-dos on the calendar, and sometimes we just do them, right? It's like, there's my to-do, I just have to get this done. Sometimes it can feel like going through the motions, sometimes it can feel like, oh, maybe there's a little blip on the EKG machine, that part was exciting, or that part brought me some happiness, right? What you were talking about is the lens that you even looked at the calendar was, what excites me about this? What inspires me? How am I going to shift that calendar to be one of inspiration, right? Exactly. And I think I think what happens to all of us, right? We're busy. We have jobs. We have bills to pay. There's kids. There's pets. There's, I mean, all the things, right? You know, there's so many things that keep us busy. But I think we often get caught up in the definitions the world gives. Mm. What, how the world defines us or the world says we should be or the companies we work for or, you know, the, the commercials on TV, which are all just so, so wrong. No one's house looks like that. You know, I mean, really? come on. No. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's so many things that tell us how we should be. We forget. Who am I? What, what really excites me? Am I doing the calendar because of what my job or what the world says, or am I running my calendar Whatever in whatever role you're in? You know, whatever job you have, um, whatever your personal life looks like, am I doing my, ca- am I, am I doing me? Like, you know, yeah. 
How am are I we showing, showing up? up? How are we showing up? Am I, you know, who who is my authentic self and what do I enjoy? And so I think it was that's that stillness that gave me time to reflect a little bit too and find what fueled me. Yeah. And then putting that into your daily life. Yeah. What makes you happy? Yeah. You know? And what do you what, love? Yeah, that's something about like what light I like the question like what lights you up? Yeah. Like when you think about what lights you up or what inspires you or what activates great things for you. And what I also love is there's can be a perspective around not everybody's in a job that they probably feel like, oh, this is so inspiring or, oh, this piece of it inspires me. Sometimes people need to, if that's the case, like if it truly is at that point, but it's a means to the end in the moment, where in your life can you find those inspiration and those things that are exciting, right? To keep the fuel going. Find the inspiration. And the other thing, ladies and gentlemen, Every job has <laughs> things that are not wonderful, right? So can we just get over the fact that even if you love your job, there's going to be days that are challenging, days that just stink. Um, I usually tell people, hey, if you're getting a paycheck, that means it's a job. And that means it's not always going to be perfect. Yeah. But if we can show up in these jobs and these careers, show up with your authentic self and add some of what you love in it. And you know what? If you're still and you've reflected and you've asked for the Lord's help, maybe you're not in the right spot. Be still enough to see, like, where do you want me, Lord? Yeah. You know, ask those questions. And if it isn't right for you, you know what? Go find what is. Go find your joy. Go find your light. Ask for help. Yeah. Amen. Well, and as you're thinking, I'm just thinking about... We all have ebbs and flows, but we can find joy in it all, right? Like, we, we know that. You and I know that. Just thinking about these things is just really, like, it's sort of inspiring me even to, like, really ask myself, yeah, what inspires me about this? What activates great things in me about this, right? Well, Christy, I know, like, my gosh, we could talk forever, couldn't we? I love just talking so much. <laughs> um, so great. But any final thoughts for the audience or just as, I mean, we've talked about not fixing things, not controlling things, just being. We've talked about what excites you and what inspires you. And we've even talked about the being still. But any final words of wisdom that are just sort of popping for you right now for everyone? I think just to remember as uh, women especially, um, but just to remember that, you know, God always shows up and he's always there. And even when we're in our, our, our difficult times or our trying times, we don't always know why, right? It's tough. It's difficult. We don't always know why, but eventually God sheds light and he moves us to where we're supposed to be. So I just praise God for that. Um, for me, it's, um, I love that Bible verse, Matthew five fourteen through 16, be the light. For me, that's what excites me. And I'm going to stay rooted in that. Hopefully month by month this year, I can keep that Advent peace alive and celebrate our Savior and do it in a way that lifts others up. Um, but God shows up. He's there. And, and, and just know that he's there and he loves you and you are a son and daughter of the King. Amen. Christy, thanks so much. Thanks for being the light. Thanks, Deb, for being so bright. You are awesome. I love you. Thank you, Christy Noel, for joining us today. We also want to thank Philip Elgi for engineering today's program. And we want to thank you for living, sharing, and leading with joy. This is Deb McGregor, Live Joy, Share Joy. Have a great day, everyone.
Deb McGregor of Life Full of Joy. Thank you for tuning in to Live Joy, Share Joy. We currently have availability for corporate sponsors on the show. Do you want to be aligned with all things joy and reach our listening audience? We have several options available, including our joy boosters. Contact your QFM today for sponsorship details.